This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. But you can also catch us on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes. And head on over to the blog, frontlinegaming.org, and you can check us out there and read the show notes. Boom. Nailed it. Boom. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so we're going to jump right in. Dive in. Dive in. Cannonball in. We're going to spelunk. We're going to uh, can opener. We're going to take it. I don't know where I was going to go. I was about to quote a... I was about to quote a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, and I was like, well, that wouldn't sound right. Wouldn't sound right. Hmm. So we won't go there. It made sense in my head, but then I was about to say it, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. No, that song in this context would sound really weird. So let's uh, go ahead and talk about what's what, what's new, what's happening in the tabletop gaming world. Frontline Gaming, SoCal Open, registration for 30K, 40K, and Age of Sigmar opened today. Very exciting. Tickets are already starting to sell very quickly. So please jump in and grab your ticket if you do want to attend this event. It will be October 21st and 22nd in Del Mar, California, which is in northern part of San Diego County. Absolutely beautiful. Going to be a really, really cool event. Giant. It's going to be a big event. <laughs> like it's, the, it's only a little bit smaller than the main hall at the LVO. Yeah. So it, it's huge. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun event. We've been wanting to do a Southern California uh, tournament for years. It just never really panned out, and thanks to a lot of uh, joint effort, mm -hmm. including uh, Andy. Andy did the, the legwork to find the venue, which is a really hard part of doing this. So thanks a lot. And uh, Andy and a bunch of his uh, crew are going to be helping make the terrain, which is such a help. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so again, thank you. Bad props. Um, and then it was obviously the team effort with everybody here mm -hmm. to make it come together. But most of all, thank you to those of you who are going to come, because without you, obviously... It wouldn't happen. Dun, dun, dun. So again, if you want to play in uh, Age of Sigmar 30K or 40K, please jump in and grab those tickets. They are selling very quickly. Um, the TOs for the other events needed a little bit more time. So for War Machine, Hordes, Drop Fleet, Drop Zone, Commander, Bolt, Action, Blood and Plunder, uh, Infinity, we might have Malifaux as well. Um, that's going to be later in the month. But uh, those that registration will open up this month too. Yep. Going to be awesome. Oh, the, the War Machine uh, T.O. just drove home this morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I need a few days at least. Yeah, well, like, that's okay. Fair he, enough. Yeah, he crashed on my couch. We were supposed to hammer stuff out last night. Instead, we drank Jack Daniels and watched Attack on Titan Season 2. Did you finish all the season? No, we only watched like, No, we were so tired. <laughs> we watched like three or four episodes, and Season 2 is really good. Is it? It's really good. I still need to read or watch. Yeah, I guess read Season 1. Yeah, it's it, all is, subtitles. it is subtitle. I don't mind that so much, but I know you like to do other things. Yeah, I like to multitask. I can't, I have to watch, like I have to pay attention to it. Yeah. But uh, season two, they tease out a little bit more. Like you're starting to get some more of like what's actually happening. Mm. So it's re it's really good. Um, it's and obviously we're talking about an anime. It's on on Netflix. Check it out. It's extremely violent though and disturbing. Not for children. It's not for kids. It's really good, but it's. Actually, most anime are not for kids. Yeah, because yeah. they get real dark. They start. They usually start off pretty kiddie, and you're like, oh, okay, all right. And then by like 
third season or something. Yeah. You're like, what is going they, on? They grow up with the the audience, which I think is really cool. Like, yeah. you go to Dragon Ball and it's like, ha ha, woo, there's a little naked Goku with his buns hanging out. You're like, oh, that's funny. And then by the end, people are dying, like they're blowing up planets. You're like, oh my, what is going on? Uh, and I guess Naruto is like that too, but I didn't, I never, I I never that saw one. one. Uh, at any rate, so Cal Open, I don't know how we ended up where we did, but uh, <laughs> please jump in, grab your tickets. It's going to be such a cool event. We're really, really excited. This is like a hometown event for, for me, the BAO's hometown event for Frankie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really excited. So a couple people asked us, want to address this. You do. There is no con badge for this event. Nope. Um, it's a two-day event, really easy to travel to. San Diego's affordable and it's really fun to bring other people because they can go to the beach, which is like visual distance from where we're going to be. And uh, you just buy a, an event ticket for the event you want to go to. Um, and they're all going at the same time. Bummer, you can't do multiple uh, events in this instance if they're two days. So you have to do have to choose. I know a couple people are like, oh, I can't pick between Age of Sigmar and 40K. Yeah. Um, so what some people are doing is you can buy both tickets and you can get a refund up until 30 days prior to the event, our standard uh, refund procedure. And uh, it's going to be really, really cool. Can't wait to see everybody there. This event is going to grow to become huge. I know it. I, f- I feel it in my bones. Too many good things are lining up. The location, uh, the location, the venue, um, uh, the, the the population here. There's so many gamers. Yeah. Uh, within you know like six, seven, eight hour drive time, uh, it's gonna. It's this is gonna go huge. Heck yeah! No, I'm super excited, especially after going to the Broadside Bash this weekend. I'm yeah. really excited for the SoCal Open. So. And uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll do the Broadside Bash recap in a little bit. Yep. But it was a great event. Uh, also, on that uh, in that vein, the BAO, a lot of people have been asking which edition it's going to be. Uh, it, we're going to have a 30-day window, and I would guess that we're going to be playing new the new version of 40K. We don't know, but uh, I would be willing to bet that that's what's going to happen, so I would, I would say plan on that. But if for some reason the new version of 40K doesn't come out until like mid-July... Well, then we would be uh, playing the older, uh, the current version of the rules because yep. people need time to adjust. Oh, yeah. But um, I, I, just guessing, again, we don't know, but just guessing, I would guess probably plan on uh, playing the new, new version of 40K, which I think most people are excited to do anyway. Yeah, I mean, with all the announcements GW has been making, it seems like they're almost ready for it. So, And we don't know. So we're guessing just like everybody else. So uh, stay tuned. And we will talk about some of the, the information that they let out over the weekend. But this is the last day for the last chance sale. A lot of things are happening right now. It's pretty hectic. Yeah. Uh, today is the last day for our last chance uh, up to 50% off sale. We've got a lot of stuff in there, a lot of GW product. A lot of it's been uh, sna- uh, snatched up already, but there's still quite a few good ones in there. So yeah. if you want to uh, see what's uh, uh, available, click through, check, take a look at the uh, spreadsheet, call in. We have to take call uh, phone calls for the orders. It's a little annoying, but uh, the reason being is that there's only like one or two left of some items and people are coming in the store and there's people, uh, both lines are ringing, people trying to buy stuff. We don't want to oversell anything. So please call in and uh, place your order via the phone and we will get you hooked up. Uh, If you left a voicemail over the weekend, we are returning those. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of people didn't leave their phone number. Like a boss. Yeah, we can't call you back if you didn't leave your phone number. So... We're going to call everybody back that we can, um, and uh, please be patient with us. There was 100 voicemails. Yikes. So it's, may not get back to everybody today, but we'll try. But yeah, this is the last day for the last chance sale. Also, new Dwarden, uh, new uh, Carriage and Overlords came out, and this is also going to be the last two days 
that we can do the 25% off pre-order special. Yep. May 1st, May 2nd, May 3rd, the new trade policies with GW kick in. We will have a web cart where you can buy stuff, which makes it so much easier, but um, we can't advertise more than a 15% off. So uh, stay tuned for how that's going to work out. But if you do want to get an order with GW at the, at the nice juicy discount, do it today or tomorrow. Because that's going to be the last times we can do it that way. Last couple of days. Yep. And the new Dwarden, uh, new Carriage and Overlords look pretty cool. Yeah, everybody was talking about them at the tournament this weekend. Thunders um, have me legitimately worried. I don't know. It's sounding like they're pretty good. It sounds straight up broken, assuming that you can stack the same buff. Because yeah. if you take... We were, we were just sitting there. Everyone was just doing what you do, talking nerd. You could take five chemists and one... Um, you could take six chemists, actually. And stack the same buff on the mortars, and you can get like 140 shots out of one unit, which is insane. That's like, and they all do D3 damage, 36 inch range. Not bad. You would, there's a lot of armies, you would kill their whole army on the first turn in the first shooting phase. Like, possibly. Like, my army, you would nuke me off the table. I would have nothing totally left. Totally fine with that. <laughs> I need to make this army. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all working on the assumption that you can only... Um, also, this is just math hammer, so yeah. who knows how it actually plays out. So. But we're working on the assumption that you can only stack the same buff once. But even even 40 shots would wreck a lot of people with D3 damage. That's, that's the range. It's the range that's so scary. We'll see how it plays out. Yep, and a lot of times things seem a lot scarier than they actually are. Uh, but we'll see that I'm a little, I'm a little nervous for my, my free pulls in their tights don't have very good armor save. So I was down on them and then everybody started talking about all these combos and everything. Now they're sounding pretty good. They sound pretty gnarly. Uh, and the miniatures are amazing. So if you do want to pick some up, grab them. Yeah. And uh, of course we'll do a lot of breakdown on that on the ninth realm, uh, which is our age Sigmar podcast. We'll dig more into that, uh, in time. Yep. All right, so let's uh, talk about the Broadside Bash. We just went. It was this past weekend here at the Kingdom Con convention. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really great event, as always. Beautiful uh, beautiful armies to be seen. If you go check out the show notes, I took, uh, I snapped some pictures of some of the, the armies there. Some really just gorgeous armies. A lot of the best-looking ones were Sylvaneth, yeah. uh, as you'll notice in the uh, pictures. But uh, really fun event. We had a great time. It was an old-school tournament. Three games on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um Really all around, really fun. Uh, I do, uh, I always like to throw out a little bit of constructive criticism. Like maybe a little bit more price for it. That'd be great. Maybe. Um, it was a little light, but um, still had a wonderful time. And I would go back every year, even if they changed nothing. But that would just be a little bit of uh, friendly feedback. Yeah, I mean, I think we've both been going like seven, maybe eight years now. It's mm-hmm. like we go every year. It's a blast. A lot of fun. They had over 40 for 40K, and uh, they had quite a few for 30K, and then they had... 32 uh, for Age of Sigmar. Yeah, 32 for Age of Sigmar, which is a and big turnout. 30K so. was was not a huge turnout, but I think that's all they could fit. Yeah. And it looked... No, oh, my God, the armies are so gorgeous armies for 30K. amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, that one little piece of constructive criticism aside, um, I, it was a great event. It was well yeah. run. Uh, Scott, the TO for Age of Sigmar, obviously, he's a co-host of the Ninth Realm, our podcast, did a really, um, he's outstanding job. Yeah. He bought like a really nice bottle of um, whiskey and he was like sharing it with everybody and just what he like went above and beyond. Like, yeah. He must have come out of pocket quite a bit. Yeah, but he had a good time and well, he was super friendly, yeah. loving it. He had a smile on his face so. the whole time. Yeah. Um, great event. Had so much fun. Played five great games uh, against really, really good opponents. The free people, I went three, one, and one. Uh, pretty pretty 
pretty stoked with that. Um, the guy that uh, won the tournament, James, was playing Zinch yeah. with the change host. That is a, that is a nasty. Him. We did tie. Yeah. I had a chance to win the game. Um, shot. I had to, you had to like basically like it was like uh, slay the warlord basically. I had to yeah. like kill a certain unit, and I hit it with an attack that does two d six damage. Five wound model, and I rolled snake eyes. I was like, oh. That was, and then I had another chance to win it, and I shot four cannon shots at a guy and missed all four shots. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's you know, it's a dice game. That's the way it goes. Really yeah. great game. Um, I did. I do. I do want to apologize to my opponents. The Balewind Vortex. I hate that thing with a burning passion. I did get a little salty uh, both times I played against it. Um, I tried my best to to not be too salty, but I definitely did. So I, I apologize for that. And I did apologize to them in person. I was that like, thing is pretty cheesy. The, the thing. I mean. This is the only tournament. This is the only big tournament that allows it that I know of in the world. Yeah, like literally. Uh, and though, for those of you who don't know, it's like you summon a basically like a whirlwind that your your wizard stands on it, and it doubles the range of your spells. I can live with that. I can live with that. That because it gives like James was saying, oh, this is the only way I can kill some of your artillery. And I was like, my artillery is broken as shit too. And I was like, you know what? I can live with that. That's fair. Uh, it gives you the chance to reach out and blast somebody. But it's the fact that you can't come within three inches of it. So melee armies literally can't hit the guy on top of it. And if you put it on an objective, they can't even come onto the objective. It's weird that you can't that's, charge it. It's a little weird. That's but. the part that makes it broken. Yeah. Because if you're there's armies that don't have any shooting at all on Age of Sigmar. And you're like, well, I'm on an objective. And you and the spell that goes on it, you put a, a gaunt summon on it. It's the most one of the most powerful spells in the game. He's going to kill half your army. And you Pretty can't good. do anything back. That's not fun. It's not good game design, in my opinion. So. Or fun. It might be fun. It's fun for that guy. Maybe. I wouldn't enjoy that. I mean, maybe some little tiny part of me would be you like, would. <laughs> but You would enjoy it with your rockets. Or <laughs> well, the thing is, you can kill the rockets, though. You can kill that guy, too. You just have to shoot him. Yeah, but what if you don't have any shooting? Well, like, what if you're playing you, Iron Jaws? You don't should have made a well-balanced list. <laughs> like, there's no shooting units to choose from. Not my fault. Not my chair. Like death. Uh, like death. Hey, they, have, they have they have casters. They can cast spells up at them. Uh, they could do. You could do. Um, I think arcane. they do have one wizard, and you could do arcane bolt. But it's yeah. like, okay, if you're the other guy, like the one guy <laughs> kill that can that kill dude. me, you will kill him. <laughs> and like death like, really struggles against it too. But at least they have a lot of magic they can shoot back. Yeah. Um, so I mean, enough about that. Let us know what you guys think. But every like all the big tournaments worldwide do not allow it because of the non-interaction. Uh, because a melee army, just you just can't do anything. Yeah, but uh, big shout out to James. He won it. With, yeah, good. Uh, congratulations. Zinch. And then a big shout out to Douglas Johnson, who won the 40K tournament. Yeah, good congratulations job. Congratulations with his battle company. Good job, buddy. Um, and uh, just great event. Uh, we would yeah. really highly recommend going uh, here in beautiful sunny San Diego in the summertime. It got a little hot. I think the AC it wasn't got warm in there. Yeah. It got real warm. It did. Which is weird. Again, it was still fun. It was still yeah. a blast. But then the main hall got a little toasty. Yeah. The gamer funk was strong, myself included. I walked out and I was like, oh, I'm a little ripe. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. I was just like fanning myself. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. it got a little warm. But um, great um, event. Yeah. Had a blast. Some of the armies there were just so good looking. Oh, geez. Yeah, especially the Sylvaneth. There were three great looking Sylvaneth armies. You're like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and Age of Sigmar, like the meta is really developing, man. Like, yeah. like I played five good players with nasty armies. All yeah. five of them were really good. Yep, every army that I played against was super nasty. I was like, geez, Luis, these armies are really good. Yeah. So, uh, And we'll give a full breakdown on, or I'll give a, my breakdown on the ninth round. But uh, Frankie, why don't you talk about your games? Because... You brought a really good list with Archeon and uh, 
Do you want to share your trick with uh, Fate Weaver? Because no one brings him in Age of Sigmar, but you found some dirt nasty <laughs> trick to use with Fate Weaver. I thought it might be fun to share that. Yeah, so a lot of people, they have like a big Death Star unit or something that deals so much damage in close combat. And they'll try to play for like a double turn or try to charge you on turn one with them. So they'll get them up just in range, roll the dice, try to get you. But with Fate Weaver, you can change the result of any dice once per game except for the initiative. And, and, and to any, any result you want. So you could change one of your opponent's die uh, to what you want it to be. Yeah, so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll use Archeon as bait. I'll run them up. Somebody will try to charge them and I'll deny them the charge. And then Archeon charges and kills them. Yeah, so like if someone so, rolls like a seven, yeah. like a six and a one. Like, oh, I made it. You're like, the six is a one. one you don't yeah. make it. They're all, what? I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and when you told Archeon me about counters, that, I was like, like, oh my God, that's so dirty. It's pretty dirty. But yeah, Fate Weaver is super good. Don't let anybody tell you that he's not. He's pretty good in combat too. He has seven attacks to do two damage. So. You're literally the yeah. only person I see playing him. Everyone oh, yeah. else plays Lord of Change. Well, Lord of Change, in my opinion, is probably a lot better. But the only reason that I take Fate Weaver is for that one dice. Because it's it's game winning. Like yeah. the, the stats and all that on the Lord of Change is way better. Definitely take him. But Fate Weaver is just so golden for that no charge. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Like say it's Archeon's last wound and somebody does it to him. You're like, mm, I'll make that safe. Yeah. And you're like, geez. And the, the crazy part is you do it after you roll the dice, opposed to the Zinch dice where you pick it before. Um, it's, yeah, it's game winning. Yeah. Never leave home without Fate Weaver. He's so good. He is. But Ugh. yeah, no, it's a, it was a nasty list. And Archeon is a monster. Archeon, most games just, people didn't have the tools to deal with him. And he just chewed through their armies pretty quick. I mean, I had a turn where he killed 30 blood letters in one turn. That's I was insane. Like, Yikes. <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude. His ability that gives you negative two to bravery is brutal. Oh. And thanks uh, to Hayden, he told me that it actually works on my guys and gives them plus to their bravery. So it's even better. I was like, oh, thanks. It's so it's so funny because the... the um, oh, and just to clarify one thing. When Frankie says Death Star in Age of Sigmar, it's not like in 40K where it's unkillable. No, no, It's no, just no. a unit that punches a lot of crazy hard. Like Archeon. You yeah. can kill a 30-man unit in one turn. Yeah. So. I had a 30-man unit evaporate on to one spell... Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like geez. <laughs> but Archeon did die one game. Oh, yeah. Died it's, in my first game. It's funny because the Age of Sigmar meta is, is changing so rapidly. We're all learning as we go, yeah. right? Like they're, the meta is not set whatsoever. And you hear like the, the, some of the people across the pond or in Europe that will like kind of like tease us on the, on, in America. Like, oh, you guys still think this, this stuff is good? It's not good. I'm like, no, it is good. You guys are just your meta is different, so you, perhaps the, the one or two people that play it don't do it well, right? Like like uh, a lot of uh, the people I talk to overseas, are like oh Nagash is terrible. Nagash is amazing if you use him right. Uh, the death player at the who got second was steamrolling people. Oh yeah, and there's so many combos in that game that are still being discovered. It's like. Nothing is bad. Every army is good. You just have to find the way to make it good. Yeah, and even the things that look bad at first, when they're comboed with other things in the uh, book, you're like, oh, wow, these guys are really good. And you're like, so, like, especially like the free people. At first glance, they look terrible. You're yeah. like, these guys are garbage. Everybody overseas is like, these guys are so terrible. Yeah. Why are you using them? I'm like, no, they are dirty. But when you start comboing them with all the different buffs that they get, the battalions and all that stuff, they become extremely good. Yeah. So, like... Blue Scribes. Like, I'm about to take Blue Scribes in my list. And I would... You look at them, you're like, these guys are garbage. But after playing games, you're like, nope, they're really good. They're so good. <laughs> or the, the Changeling. I just learned yeah. that trick James did with the Changeling. Oh, yeah. Where he puts them in your deployment zone. And then with the Change Show, swaps. And he puts a Lord of Change in your deployment zone on the first turn. You're like, 
what? <laughs> Starts blasting things with magic. So it's it's just such a fun game. We really encourage people to give it a try. We're having a blast playing it. Yeah. Um, it's such a it's just so much fun. Yep. And there is some like broken ass stuff, but everybody has broken ass stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing that I've been telling people is like every army's broken. So it's like it's funny. Like at the tournament, when you're playing your game, there wasn't an army that I was playing against, or that they were playing against me, and I felt like oh, I'm gonna just smash them or. I'm going to ultimately lose this game because you're both playing these super high powered armies and you're just like, wow, this is great. It's like game balance. <laughs> like, this yeah. is cool. And they're both just like crazy good armies. You're like, this is cool. So, absolutely. And yeah. there are a couple things that need to get toned down. Like at the uh, South Coast GT, it's the biggest Age of Sigmar tournament in the world. Happened uh, a week ago. Yeah. The final game, Dolesville 29 uh, um, Skyfires Sky versus 24 Skyfires. And it's like, that sucks. I guess like, the 24 Skyfires won. Yeah, well, because he had some, uh, he had some uh, other guys, gun yeah. runners. But uh, it's like, okay, that unit's clearly overpowered. And, like, nothing against those guys. Like, congratulations. No, it's not their fault. Yeah. Guys, congratulations. Yeah. But it's like, that's Dolesville. Like, okay, it's like the same unit max times. Like, snore. But the cool thing is, is that uh, Games Workshop is reacting to this. Like, they're going to – they have a living rule book with the General's Handbook, and they're going to adjust points. Like – I guarantee you Skyfires are probably going to get adjusted. Yep. The, the Celestial Hurricanum, which is everyone who uses it, it's like, this thing's broken as shit. It's going to get adjusted, and myself included. I'm like, it's too good. Um, you know, my Hellstorm rocket battery should probably be 200 points each. They should not cost the same as a cannon. Yeah. So, or the cannon should go down in points. But it's good because they all, over there, they all play the game. They yep. have a lot of games at Warhammer World, so yep. they get to see what the meta's like and all that, and it's it's great. So. And they're, they're paying attention. Like, at yeah. the LVO... Uh, the the T.O. John, who runs all the events at Warmer World, literally got on the phone and he was like, this list did this, this list did this. Yeah, I saw a lot of these. It's like, they are paying attention. It's what yeah. we always wanted them to do. And I think it's awesome. I think it's great. So, so uh, why don't we talk about some 40K, Frankie? Yeah, 40K. They've been making announcements like every day. Yeah, we missed it over the weekend because we were playing in a tournament. But we did post up from uh, the community page, yep. which is where you should keep your eye for all the breaking news. But we posted up the uh, what they talked about for charging and shooting. Yep. Uh, it's up on Frontline Gaming, and we'll talk about it a little bit right now because this is some exciting stuff. Um, obviously, we, we already knew it, but it's exciting for everybody else who's just being exposed to it. So let's talk about what Games Workshop said in those two articles they posted over the weekend talking about shooting and charging in uh, the new version of 40K, which is uh, coming our way, it seems like, pretty quickly here. Yeah, like the the shooting is awesome. You can shoot all your guns. I mean, yep. all the guns that you like, have. I got a machine gun. I got a missile launcher. I got a pistol. Like, I got a, oh, oh, well, you can't. But it, um, they did. They, yeah, that, that was very exciting. You, you shoot can't all your take guns. all those weapons. Yeah, <laughs> you're like you guys just armed to the teeth. <laughs> yeah, and then one of the things I take they, if it was me, I'd take like two las cannons though. I'd be walking around with two. If you could, yeah. Well, if you're a centurion, you can. You're right. True story. But it, it sounds really cool. Like some one of the other things they revealed is that heavy weapons now are minus one to hit when you move. And they said that applies to everything, infantry and vehicles. That's very interesting. That's not something that we're used to. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, a, a buff for infantry. And it sounds like it might be a little bit of a reduction in power for things that didn't have a penalty for moving and shooting. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait until we see all the rules, but that's really interesting. One of the other things they had mentioned was that you could fall back yeah. out of combat. That's a huge change. Yeah, that's... Right? Gorgantious, they're like, yeah, you can't shoot at guys that are in close combat, but you could have your unit leave, and then your armies can shoot out. Right. right. That's 
Yep, that's pretty good. But if you fall back from combat, you can't do. They said you can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. So uh, that's straight out of uh, Age of Sigmar, where you can fall back from combat. Gives you a lot. Like in, in Age of Sigmar, in my opinion, it's you should have to fall backwards because there's people who were like could fly and they fall back past you on an objective, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, uh, that might need a little. That might need a second look. But uh, in 40k. They they mentioned that there's there's some similar mechanics where you can fall back and then yeah you can shoot guys mm-hmm. um, and they did also mention that you cannot shoot if you're within one inch of an enemy unit yep which is big everyone was kind of like oh crap can you shoot into and out of combat like you can in Age of Sigmar sounds like you can't but they said you can shoot pistols nice they're yeah. like you can shoot pistols at the closest unit if you're even if you're within one inch mm-hmm. even if you're in uh, combat. Yeah, so like Cypher becomes a monster. Like yeah. Like we were talking about, he's like... Gah, 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 gah. So like, the, the way it sounds is, yeah, like Cypher could just be in combat, like bow, bow. Yeah. And then it sounds like you might also still be able to fight, right? Like you shoot in the shooting phase. That would be cool. We'll have to wait and see how that works out, but that could be pretty badass. Yep. We uh, also touched on uh, charging now. You don't have to get base to base. You just have to get within one inch. So basically you gain an inch on your charges. Which helps for guys like me Pretty cool. that roll snake eyes on their charges yeah. a lot. Well, it's a little bit less than an inch that you gain on your charge. but Right. It's point one. Oh, 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 one. <laughs> so basically it's an inch. You come within an inch. You just get a little inch measuring tool and you're good to go. So that, that makes a big difference too. And the only way to come within an inch of a model is if you declare a charge on them. Yep. So the only way to multi-charge as they explained it is to de- you have to declare charges. That's a, that is a real, I like that a lot. That really clarifies because multi-charging has always been such a just crazy, it's never been very clear. No. Now it's super clear. Who are you charging? Those units. Okay, they overwatch. Did you make it? Yes or no? Did you get within an inch? You're in. Now you're fighting. Yep, and they, they said they're keeping the same mechanics for overwatch, so that's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, they said it was a flat brutal, six. So. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> so this is all exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, and again, we don't have the whole picture. And I know a lot of people, for the most part online, the reaction has been super positive, which is great. Yep. But there's a lot of people who are taking things out of context like, ah, uh, just wait, wait, just wait until you get the whole picture before you pass judgment. Because I guarantee that you're looking at something now without some other piece of information that's going to completely change the way that this thing works. Yep. Right, like you're looking at it in a vacuum or you're thinking about it in the context of the way things work now. Just wait, don't pass judgment on anything until you see the whole picture. How cool is that? Now you can move forward with like a tactical squad with a heavy weapon and the heavy weapon can still shoot. I think it's great. Think about what that means for a drop pot. Oh yeah. Just think about what that could possibly mean if you put a Devastator squad in a drop pot. Again, we're guessing. But to me, that sounds like you might be able to shoot them all at minus one. That's pretty cool. Sound bad. That sounds pretty badass. So let us know in the chat uh, things that you think sound cool or you're excited about with the the charging and the shooting that GW has revealed. And uh, we will be there shortly. But we do want to talk about some upcoming ITC events this weekend. We have a lot per usual. Uh, We do have a major, Fantasia Fanatic 31 in Sweden. That sounds awesome. Boom. And uh, GT, the Guardian Cup 10, up in Portland, Bam. Oregon. That's a super fun event. We've yeah. been to it before. Guardian Cup is a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we won't make it this year because May is going to be bananas for us. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. But we will be at Warhammer Fest at the end of May. Look at that. We got one in Denmark, Australia. Las Vegas. Florida. Omaha, Nebraska. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Get your points, boys. 
All right. Because we so, got our points this weekend. Uh, and I'm still better than Reese. <laughs> yeah, you are above me. But I beat you in this. I did better than you. I got sixth at the tournament. That's fine. Scoreboard, bro. Frankie got seventh. Scoreboard. I know. I was above you. No, no, scoreboard. The actual scoreboard. No, no. I, I beat you at the tournament. ITC scoreboard. I'm, I'm living in the present, Frankie. All right. <laughs> scroll over to our question. Uh, CW Dub. Plasma pistols just got good by shooting in close combat. I would love to talk more about plasma pistols, but we can't yet. But that does sound like Sounds they like might be all better. pistols got better. Yeah. You might, you might actually see a plasma pistol on like, the table. What about melta pistols from Blood Angels? What? You're like in combat with someone, you're like, bow! Uh, so, CD... Turo Sport. Turo Sport. Uh, why weren't Blake and Ed from the Life After the Cover save... Part of the eighth ed playtesting. They need more fart jokes. Yeah. I don't know. No. Oh, it's a no mystery idea. that will never be answered. Yeah. Uh, we weren't the ones that picked the team, so. Uh, Mad Cow Crazy. Yeah, the, in the in the article that GW put up, they said it's a minus one to shoot a heavy weapon if you move. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, Greg, also noticed they said you couldn't uh, advance and shoot, but never said you couldn't advance and charge. Well, uh, hmm. we'll have to wait and see. I mean, obviously. That would be cool. That would make... No, assault army is a lot faster. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we know the answer, but we can't disclose anything that they haven't disclosed. So we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out. Uh, Geekmaster K. Uh, Marker lights might be different. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, they also talked about cover. I forgot. We didn't touch that. Oh, yeah. They, they, did they, they talked about, about cover. cover. Just uh, it's, a, um, it's different than it is now. It's an armor modifier. It's a boost to your yep. save. So that's very cool. Um, let me see. It makes it a lot simpler. It is so much. It's just it's like Age of Sigmar. Uh, Lock Infinity. Can you guys imagine Blood Angels with hand flamers? Yeah. That, oh, that brutal. would be pretty good. Brutal. <laughs> just setting people on fire in combat. Have you guys seen the pics of the new Super Space Marines? Nope. I thought somebody like went through there and said that they were fake. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know anything about that. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, T6 said, do you mean all units can shoot all weapons? Um yeah, that's what the article said. Yeah, the article said that units can shoot or guys can shoot all their weapons. Um, Rob Guy Day, uh, does ITC have a rule set to fix AOS? Uh, fix it in what way? I think Age of Sigma works really good out of the box. Yeah. Um, the only thing that we have done is we're not allowing the, the bail in Vortex as it is right now, just like every other major uh, tournament. Uh, and we, we've added secondary objectives to missions. That's it. Yep. That's literally the only thing we've changed. Uh, Acts of Entropy, does Ada Sigmar have a rule of one preventing buff stacking? No, not, not yet. Not for buff stacking. Not yet. But for spells, they do. We're hoping that the rule of one applies to buff stacking, to stacking the same buff in the General's Handbook 2. And we're also hoping it applies to prayers because I think that they, that was a loophole. I think they missed it. No, I think it was spot on for prayers. Dude, some of the prayers are insanely good. That's what my dwarves oh, use. Of course, because you abuse that shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Mad Cow Crazy is charged 2d6 plus movement value or just 2d6 uh, we'll have to wait and see yeah they didn't touch on that in the article they didn't even say if it was 2d6 we'll just have to see uh, CW Dub new psychic phase looks so much faster to boot yeah it does sound that way the article said it was if it, it if it is like Age of Sigmar I think everyone's gonna be super happy because it's still really good it still has a, a big impact on the game but it doesn't dominate the game and it's so much faster well the, the warp 
charge thing was so weird before. It. You're like, roll a dice, you add uh, all these in there, and then you get this, well, you get so this silly. plus your mastery like, level and all this. And you're like, gee, why is it so complex? Why is it so complex? For like, no it used reason. to be simple in 5th edition. 5th edition, you took a leadership, leadership check. Leadership check. Oh, look, I did right, it. Cool. We, we, Play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why not just keep that? Mechanic? And they created this mini game that was so not fun. No. And it's like, oh, I have, I have one librarian. He's never going to do anything because I have yeah. 36 warp charge. Oh, you casted your one spell? <laughs> It was just not a good system. Uh, Geekmaster K, I've already started a project to strip and redo my Blood Angels with a better paint job. Nice. Hey, awesome, dude. So shoot us some pictures as you do that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Uh, sounds like everyone's really excited, which is amazing. We are super pumped. Thank you to the Kingdom Kong crew and the Broadside Bash guys for putting on an, a, yet another great event. It was their 10th year with the Broadside Bash. Yep. Ten well years. done. Uh, we had a really good time, and thank you to all of my opponents. I'm glad I uh, got to play against a lot of new players. I did get I did get beat once. By, he beat you too. Sylvaneth, Vlad was really good. He beat me because he got to play three turns. That mission needs... And I only got to play two. That mission needs some adjustment. He was like, he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, don't be sorry, dude. You played to the mission. He's like, it just doesn't feel right. And I'm like, it doesn't. it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, That mission needs a little... That mission needs a second yeah. look. Because so he many played people... Me, dude. It was like an orchestra. Like, yeah. And yeah. then just the stars aligned. He killed 20 marauders with like five guys. I was like, what? No. What yeah. is going? No, he killed 30 marauders with five guys. Ah, he, he got me by very narrowly, but great game. And yeah. um, I got to play against some new stuff. The, the Lizard Man army, the Seraphon army, had some insane combos. Oh, yeah. Insane combos. But um, thanks to all my opponents. I had a lot of fun. I hope you had fun playing me. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to episode 528 of Signals from the Frontline. Stay tuned because more 40K information coming your way. And get your tickets to the SoCal Open. Registration is open. And if you want to buy some really cheap goodies... Do it today. Boom. Bye.